This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Listen, I've got a fascinating interview coming up here in just a minute with Rabbi Hanan Kupieski. He is a Jewish rabbi uh, born in Jerusalem. He works with a ministry there, B'nai Israel, uh, he also works with the Temple Institute, and he is the one responsible now for getting the uh, red heifers to Israel. And he has a fascinating uh, you know, perspective on what is happening right now with the red heifers. And that interview is coming up here in just a minute. Let me just say, we're going to Israel, and I want you to go with us. This is going to be uh, late November, December of 2023, uh, Pastor Ed Young and I. We're going to go on this wonderful journey through the Promised Land, Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Jerusalem, and so much more. And we've carefully designed this trip to really be an encounter with God. Well, you're encounter the Holy Land, but also have a closer walk with God. If you've never been to Israel or if you've been to Israel, we want you to join us. The link is there on the screen of how you can go on inspirationcruises.com forward slash Evans, or you can click the link there on endtimes.com. We would love to have you join us. You can get more information there on the website. You can also sign up. We want you to, so we already have a lot of people signing up. So that's inspirationcruises.com forward slash Evans. And we want you to go with us to Israel. Let me also say we're coming up on the end of the year here at Christmas time. If you're looking for gift ideas, give someone a subscription to endtimes.com. And you can see it there on the website where you can give a gift subscription for a month or for a year. Uh, I know you have people around you that would really be a blessing to them. Also, uh, Where Are the Missing People? Uh, this book that we have, Leaving Behind for People Who Are Not Raptured. And the, this is a great gift idea, the Tipping Point book. You can go on xomarriage.com and find those or amazon.com. But if you're buying multiples now of this book, go to missingpeoplebook.com and you'll get the best discounts. We have great discounts for multiple copies of this. So that's a great gift idea. Well, I'm very honored today to have Rabbi Hanan Kapietsky uh, joining me. He was born in Jerusalem. He studied at Hebrew University, and he has founded organizations to help Jews to migrate back to Israel. And he is the team leader for the Red Heifer Project for B'nai Israel. They work alongside the Temple Institute, and he's married with three children, and they live in Ephrat in the hills right outside of Jerusalem in Judah there. Rabbi, it's good to have you with us. Good to be here. Thank you very much. So you're you are a, a rabbi in Jerusalem, working with the Temple Institute. Now this is a this is a big deal. You know, we we come from the perspective of Bible prophecy, where we're looking for a rebuilt temple. We're looking for, and it's very exciting to see what's happened in the last twenty years, especially the last ten years on the Temple Mount. But you guys cannot build a temple without a red heifer. Is that right? Yes, almost precisely, unless if all the Jews got together and said, we want to build today the temple, so then we could also put aside uh, those uh, uh, commandments of basically purification. Um, but even if one or two Jews do not want, you know, want yeah. to put those aside, we will definitely need the, the red heifer. The red heifer allows us to purify the whole nation. 
Um, now this hasn't been done for over 2,000 years. Right. Um, so that, one of the things is, is that we, are, all of us, are unpure in a certain level. Um, right. yeah. And over the past 2,000 years, we had the body of water of Mikveh that you could immerse yourself inside. But the red heifer, ashes, we haven't had for 2,000 years. The, in, in the Mishnah, which is written almost 2,000 years ago, it talks about that there's been nine red heifers right. to date, um, starting with Moses. Uh, Moses conducted the first red heifer ceremony. And it, the ash actually lasted almost for a thousand years. Wow. Um, and then it goes all the way till the end of the second temple. The Maimonides who comes, he's a, a, a rabbi scholar, um, very, very well known in the Jewish theology. Um, he was 900 years ago and he actually writes that the 10th red heifer is going to come in the times of Messiah and the Messiah himself will actually conduct the ceremony. Wow. wow. And you believe that soon? Yeah, I, I believe we're, we're uh, firstly, I believe that we're already in the redemption time. That's what we call Geula. Um, from, I would say, the establishment of uh, 1948, already we started right. something changed around in the world. Um, and every day we see how we, the fruits of the land are giving out like endless amounts of fruits. And we know that also the prophecies talk about that that's one of the, the, the ways that we'll be able to see that we're now living in times of Messiah is that we're going to be able to come back to a, de to a land that's desolated and a, pl yeah. a land that actually... Blossoms like a rose. Exactly. Well, I'm going there in two weeks. I'll be there in ah. two weeks. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been there So you come, come over for Shabbat uh, meal. Okay. Okay, okay, done. I'd love to. I'd love to. And, but, you know, it's just gorgeous. And it gets more beautiful every time I go. Let me tell you my story real quick. So I was 19 years old, and I went into a bookstore, and I saw, I didn't know what a Jew was. Uh, I grew up in West Texas. I didn't know what a Jew was. I'd never heard of Israel. And I went into a bookstore and I looked at a poster on the wall and it said Israel and had a menorah. And I fell in love. I mean, I just absolutely, like I looked at the most beautiful woman in the world and fell in love. And I asked the bookstore owner, I said, well, what, what's that thing on the wall over there? He said, that's Israel. And I said, what's that? He said, well, it's in the Middle East. And he, I said, so? He said, well, that's where the Jews live. And, he, and I said, oh, great. So I have loved Israel since I was 19 years old, didn't even know why. But as, a, as Christians, and you're, you're a Jew, you're waiting for Messiah to return. And we talked about this earlier. We're waiting for, I'm sorry, you're waiting for Messiah to come. And we're waiting for Messiah to return. But we both love God. We both love the Old Testament. And we're both waiting for the rebuilding of the temple. Uh, and we love the, the Jews and the people of Israel. Now, when the red heifer, uh, you're a part of the project that, that uh, uh, Stinson, uh, that Byron Stinson is a part of. And they have now five red heifers that are perfect, that are in Israel, that flew, I think, over there in September, what it was, that are in Israel, and they're all still perfect? Yeah, they're all amazing. Uh, I'll give you, I want to zoom out a little bit. So you're talking yeah. about you meeting for the first time or think a Jew. Um, I can tell you for this project, uh, two years ago, when we started to search for red heifers around the world, we, um, I, I called up, just cold calls, uh, some you know, farmers, all ranchers all around the world, and Texas has definitely been high up there because there's a lot of, a lot of farms out here, a lot of ranchers. Um, and I called up one of these guys. I said, you know, I always started the conversation. We're looking for a red heifer. I'm calling from Jerusalem. Do you by any chance have a red heifer? And, and then I end, I always say, Does this, you, I hope this doesn't sound to you crazy. So I had a few times people hung up the phone, but, <laughs> but one of these times I, I called up this guy, and he, he's like, crazy? 
boy, it's written in the Bible. It's written in the book of Numbers. I'm like, what? You know the book of Numbers? And uh, to me, that was, he said, I mean, he said, do I know the book of Numbers? I know it better than you. So to me, that was like, uh, that was amazing. To, I, I, you know, I, I never really came into contact with, I mean, living in Jerusalem, grew up in Jerusalem, studied in Jerusalem. So pretty much, you know, I, I've been there and, and um, I haven't really came into direct contact with, with Christians. Um, I heard about, you know, the Bible Belt and stuff, but I never really understood that, you know, there's, there's yeah. true believers around the world and that are really connected to the Bible. And I, I was, it was just amazing as a Jew coming from, from Israel, from Jerusalem, to, to see that. Um, yeah, so just a little bit about the project. So we've we, we been searching. Byron's been our, our guy here. Yeah. He's been amazing. Uh, we've gone to all around putting out mag, ad magazines to try to find, because one of the, the issues, and here just... I'm sure a lot of you guys heard about the red heifer. I'll just say the five rules of the red heifer. So firstly, um, it, it needs to be a pure red heifer that no, nothing happened to it from when it was born. It's not limping. It doesn't have any blemishes. It doesn't have any ear tags because that's a blemish. Right. Uh, that was one of our biggest issues is that people would put ear tags. Uh, it can't have any black or white hairs. Um, and having black or white hairs means more than one. So it can have right. one, but not more than that. And it needs to have, of course, all the hairs to be red, anywhere from ketchup red to cherry red. All those are good. Um, it, you know, yoke on, on it, anything, you can't sit on it. Um, and the last thing, it needs to be in its third year. So in its third year, it means it needs to be two years and one month, and then it's good to go. Um, and therefore, because there's so many rules out there, all the, you know, that, that God commanded us, it makes it very rare to actually yeah. have all those come together. With, with that said, I mean, we're now living in a time where there's plenty, and we have, a, you know, just, just, I'm sure you guys know this stat better than me, but if I'm saying there's 250,000 ranches here in Texas, just in Texas, okay? So imagine every ranch has an average of 50 uh, cows, you know? So we're talking about a lot of cows. Um, and, and, and that's where we start to go out and search. Right. Um, and thank God we were very fortunate to be able to find the red heifers. Um, and there's a few stories on the way, but I'll, I'll just say that bringing them to Israel was just as hard as actually finding them. Yeah. There's an embargo to bring uh, livestock to Israel. It hasn't happened, uh, mainly from, from different disease between the, the, the countries they, they're very worried about. Um, and we actually were able to bring them in on a special permit. We brought them in as pets. That's how we got them in. <laughs> so that, and that's also why there's five, because uh, you're allowed to bring up to five pets on your plane. Um, and they came on an American Airlines flight, just 250 passengers on top. Fried red heifers on the bottom. Awesome. Yeah, so. Now, I heard Byron Stinson was talking about, you said they couldn't have any ear tags. The guy that was supposed to come in and put the ear tags on them didn't because of COVID. That, that's correct. Or they had been tagged when they got born. So it's really a series of miracles. Ooh. And so now they have to be perfect. Um, how old are they right now? Uh, they're around a year and a month. Oh, year, so we got another year to go. Yeah, but we're, we're talking every year and a half. We don't, you know, yeah. keep it, uh, you know. Well, let's, let's talk about, because the, for the temple to be built, and you said it correctly, every Jew has to agree, and that's not going to happen. So, so I, 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 I'll divide it into two. For the temple to be built when you are impure, because all of us are impure, what does that mean? You were born, um, what I, I'm saying from, from the Jewish perspective, if one was, was in contact with somebody that passed away, right. then you are impure. And right. the way for you to purify yourself is with these ashes of the red heifer that's mixed with, with actually live water, what we call maim chaim, water that comes from a spring. And then the priest sprinkles on you with a hyssop branch 
uh, and you get sprinkled on the third and the seventh day, and then you're pure uh, from basically from coming into contact with somebody that passed away. Um, so when you were born in a hospital, most likely 99% in that, that week that you've been in the hospital with your mother, you basically uh, became unpure because somebody passed away uh, at the same time. Um, and therefore, there's two ways of going about building the temple. Either everybody says, listen, which means that the, the, I probably would say even the majority of the Jewish people say, that's it, we're building the temple right away. And you could even put aside maybe the side of, of the purification. Um, but there's another way, and it's even better than doing that, because which means we allow you if needed. But way better is, and, and, and also you don't maybe need the whole nation, you could also have uh, many people coming together, is if you would have the red heifer ashes. Um, that's, even, uh, that's even on a higher level, and it's, it also would mean something to the Jewish people, you yeah. kind of would say, it's also a sign from God. That's right. It, it, within Jewish theology and, and within the Jewish beliefs and traditions, the red heifer is something that we always we anticipate. Just like Jerusalem is something that we, we anticipated to coming back into the old city walls. Right. And, and, and the same thing with the Temple Mount. The red heifer, from when you're in kindergarten, you learn about the red heifer. Uh, and it's something that you know that it's an act of God to find that red heifer, to bring one to Israel. And then there's other elements that you need. You need a priest, you need a hyssop uh, branch, you need um, a, a, a cedar tree. And then you also, of course, you need the plot of land, which we could also talk about. You through of all those elements, in order for that to happen, in, there needs to be God's hand in it. Right. And when you see that, that God's hand's in it, you then feel like, okay, this is it. This is what we sh should be doing. And that's what we pray for, to, that God should come back to Jerusalem. We should be able to build Jerusalem um, and, and be able to come back to where uh, my house of prayer will be the house for all the nations. That's right. So you have the land. You have the plot of land. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's been a few years uh, that this plot of land has been, uh, has been purchased. And only do during COVID, it actually, all the permits and everything was finalized. Um, and uh, my partner, Tzachi uh, Mamo, he came to one day. We, we were dealing with, with other, uh, other projects. And he said, listen, I have this plot of land. What do you think we should do with it? He said, I had this maybe vision, maybe to do like a, like, a, like a restaurant or something that people, some visitors could come and you could see today how Jerusalem looks and, and then maybe a screen that switches and you could see how the temple would look. So I, I asked him, what, why, 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 not, why do we need to have a screen? Why can't we just build a temple? You don't have to have a screen that says, and then also I was talking to my brother and he said, what about the red heifer? That's exactly where the red heifer ceremony is supposed to happen. Wow. And then all, you know, Wow. More, many more things happened, and then we're like, okay, let's, we need to look. We, we then contacted the Temple Institute, and they, uh, my problem I always thought was the, the priest, we, and, and the red heifer, of course, and the site. The other two, we have the hyssop, tolachani, uh, which is a type of worm. You have the priest. Right, so, so, yeah, so, the, so the priest is, always, I always thought was an issue, because you need to have a priest. We know Kohanim, right, right. but the problem is you need a Kohen or a priest Kohen is the Hebrew way of saying it, uh, uh, that is actually pure. That he wasn't born in a hospital. Um, he never came into contact with somebody that passed away. It talks about in the Mishnah, it talks about that they would raise them on stones in Jerusalem in order for them to not come into contact with uh. anybody that passed away. Uh. So I, 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 one of the times I went up to the Temple, attended the temple Mount, um, I, I, I saw Rabbi Ariel, uh, who is the founder of the Temple, and I, I was talking to him. Um, and I asked him, isn't the biggest issue of the red heifer the fact that we don't have a, a, a priest? 
He's like, what are you talking about? We have six priests that are ready to go. Oh, gosh. They have been from the age, from they were born, till today, we have this priest that are 13, 14, and 17, and even one that's 19, and they even know the rules of everything that, that needs to be done. That's not the issue. He said the issue is the place and the cap. Wow. So he said, the place? I said, you know we have this place. He's like, what? You have a place, a Mount of Olives? That, that? He, he called up his son, Rav Azariah, who's been working on the red heifer from a halachic perspective, from the Jewish customs and traditions, who's been studying it non, nonstop. He heard immediately, we met with him on, on the site. He's like, wow, this is a miracle. So now all we were left with the red heifer. And that's where we said, okay, so let's start to, we could find one. We started to search around the world. At the end, eventually, we came to Texas. I mean, a side note, we always said that the, the red heifer um, is not exactly a sacrifice. It's a ceremony. Right. Also, there's only been nine and the tenth. It's, yeah. it's, it's a completely a ceremony. It doesn't even happen on the Temple Mount. It happens on Mount of Olives. Right. So in Hebrew, where we say t- a, a, a ceremony is called a tekes. Now, that sounds to me like teke, Texas, you know. <laughs> that's right. You know, maybe that's it. part of it. You know, they come from Texas. So, uh, so that, that was another element. So can you build... Uh, and I know the Temple Institute's very familiar with all this. Can the temple be built with the Dome of the Rock on the Temple Mount? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So, again, I, I don't want to get too much into the elements. I mean, one of the, if, if I would draw out the, the, the Temple Mount, you have the Dome of the Rock, right. and then you have Al-Aqsa Mosque. Right. A lot of people mistake uh, and they don't understand there's two structures up there. Right. And uh, you'll see even the news articles, oh, the, the, they're going up to the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Al-Aqsa Mosque, El-Katse, is on the edge. Okay, it's on the side of, of the Temple Mount. And actually, it, it's facing towards Mecca. That's right. the, the prayer direction. Um, so what's up on the Temple Mount, you have the Al-Aqsa Mosque and you have the Dome of the Rock. The Dome of the Rock is a building that has eight, uh, uh, basically, walls. Or that's how it's... it's uh, it's structured, um, and the Jewish belief is that that's exactly where under it is the dome uh, or the rock, the rock that the whole world was created from, the rock that the temple stood. Um, and I think that a, a lot of the answers I would say is probably we would have to see. We right. would have to see what would happen. Right. Um, there's a lot of things you know, that have to happen, uh, and I think that the red heifer is the key to the redemption. It's the key to opening all this up, and I, maybe I'll take it totally guys off Christianity take you off uh, Judaism. I'll take you to the Quran in the Islam. One of the actually the longest uh, uh, chapter in the Quran is called Surat al-Baqarah. It's the it's the the chapter of the heifer. Really? Yeah. And in that chapter, it happens it happens to be the second chapter of the Quran, chapter number two. In verses 61, 66, depending exactly which Quran you take, but pr- pretty much. Over there, you'll, you'll be able to read the laws of the red heifer. The Quran also states and talks about, Muhammad also brought and talked about the red heifer. And therefore, I believe that God, in a certain way, it's not, you know, if we don't believe in coincidence, it, 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 there's for a reason that we have 
this ceremony or, or something that, that maybe could connect all the religions. Something maybe could unify. You could unify. And, and you know what? I'll even bring you the, the day that they arrived. Now, I, I'm going to remember everybody the day of their arrival. I'm going to come back to that in one second. I just wanted to, to open up a little bit, one more theology uh, point from a Jewish perspective, and then we'll get back to the day of their arrival. Okay. And I'll bring you back to the Abraham Accord. So don't get lost in everything I'm saying now. So uh, the year, uh, two years ago, in the Jewish calendar is 5,781. Now, it, it stands for, in the Hebrew letters, is Tafshin Pei Aleph. Now, uh, if you would take the acronym of those letters, um, it would then say the year of the red heifer. Now, Rav, uh, Azariah from the Temple of Institute said this years ago. He said this in 2018. And when the year came, he's like, I guess it didn't work out. But truthfully, we found these red heifers, and they were in the mother's womb at that wow. year. Wow. And the following year we found them, and then we're like, okay, we need a, what's, what's the next acronym in the next year? And it's Tafshin Pei Bet, Teheshnat Parabi the year of the red heifers in Israel. So that whole year, we were working nonstop for months on top of months upon months to try to bring them to Israel. And, and there was endless, I could give you a, a, a scenario where we tried to bring them right before Passover. Um, and they're supposed to come on a flight through Belgium. But uh, it got canceled. Why? Because Israel had a great demand for, for salmon. And instead, they brought a plane from Oslo instead of our plane with the red heifers. So they canceled our plane, and once they canceled it, then Israel already didn't want us to bring them through Belgium. We tried bring them through London, and bring them up to, drive them to Chicago, and we tried El Al, Delta, United, you name it. We tried so many different things. At the end, we're like, we, we didn't give up. We're like, ah, come on, this is, this is super hard. It's so much red tape. And the more red tape that we cut, there was more that came. Eventually, they arrived, when did they arrive? They arrived 12 days before the end of that year. So they did. They came to wow. Israel, the year of the red heifers in Israel. Um, and what was that day? That day was 12 days before the end of the Jewish calendar, but it happened to be a day called the 15th of September. Now, what happened prior to that two years, to that 15th of September, was the Abraham Accords. That's wow. when it was signed. Wow. Now, was that not another sign saying, okay, maybe this is the Abrahamic S ceremony that should bring all the nations back together. That would be wonderful. You know, like we, we agree on so much. Even coming here, we were talking a little, little bit before the show. We agree on so much. That's right. Why have we been for centuries so dedicated on those 5% that we disagree instead yeah. of thinking about the 95% that we agree? That's right. And we said we could work together hand in hand and, and, and see prophecies fulfilling in front of our own eyes. That's exactly right, and, and that's our prayer. So what do you see happening, Rabbi, that you would say Messiah is coming, besides the red heifer? Anything else that, you're, that you guys are watching? I mean, the fact that I live in Jerusalem, that I'm raising a family in Jerusalem, uh, the fact that we have a Jewish state, the fact that we, have, we, talk, we talk Hebrew, the fact that you know, right. the, the, the language of, of, the, of the prophets, the fact that I, I could go on probably for another hour and a half, continue going on and why this is the time. I think that when you're in Israel, as you said yourself, when you come to Israel, it all just makes sense. It says that Avira de'eris Israel machim, the air of Israel makes you in a certain way wiser. Yeah. And not just to a Jewish, to a Jew, anybody that comes to Israel, it kind of opens up your perspective. You start to see things in a different way. Yeah. Um, and you, you just feel it. It's like... It's kind of maybe like Disney, you know, feel the magic in there. So you actually feel magic. There's something magical there that, that's happening. And I don't even think you have to be, you could just open your eyes and, um, and I, I could go on. So what I'm trying to say here is, is, is 
again and again, you, we, we could see the prophecies. I, I started off in the show saying about the fruits of the land, because I think that's, that's something that's so feasible and so something that you could see and you could feel when you're walking in Machane Uda market and you have delicious fruits. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wow, this is, this is it. I was there <clears throat> about four years ago, but before then, it was just gorgeous. I mean, it, it's just beautiful. It's so productive. Uh, the city of Jerusalem is getting more beautiful, I believe. You know, just so, and I can't wait to go back in a couple of weeks. I'll see you over there. But anything else? Now, Bonet Israel is the ministry that you're a part of. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and you guys, you need money, right? Do you need some help? And uh, for people to support what you guys are doing with the red heifers, it costs like a quarter million dollars to take those red heifers over there, didn't it? Even more, but we will tell you a quarter million just to keep. <laughs> you. But um, yeah, no, it was a pretty uh, the, not the worst. But we then once we once they arrived, we also got from that. They're like, pay up. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you got to pay. Um, yeah, so basically what, we, what we're trying to do now is um, the red heifers are in Israel. They're next to Beit Shan. Um, and this is new news, yeah, breaking news. Uh, we just signed now with, actually, with Shiloh, ancient Shiloh uh, site, um, that we're going to be bringing, moving the red heifers to, to wow. build a visitor center in Shiloh, where the tabernacle basically st stood for 369 yeah. years, right before coming to Jerusalem. So maybe that's also, you know, like a little bit yeah. in the back of our minds. So we, we're going to be building a research center, a visitor center, where we'll be able to have grow the red heifers there, but also for future generations. We want to have the red heifer, like a red heifer center. Everybody can learn about purification, could learn about the history, That's and they could connect to everything. So we're actually, we're now uh, uh, fundraising for that. Um, we're fundraising $3 million to try to build that center. We believe it's very, very important, and it's kind of what you were also asking before. We want to educate the world of what's happening, because it's not, the, uh, going back to the Temple Mount and to the Third Temple, the temple is, is not the, just a Jewish temple. Right. The temple is for all nations, and we need all nations to come together. Right. We want it the real peace. We don't want to just say, it and, oh, it sounds good. It's, it's the true meaning, and in order to do that, we need to really educate everybody about what's happening, and like shows like this are wonderful. You know, they really talk about the real events that are happening and talk about you know, the tipping points of things that are, are, are occurring in front of our eyes. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one of the, the elements that we're We're going to put the website up on our screen right now in boneisrael.com, and you can see how to spell it there. But there is a place, I went on the website this morning, and there's a place on there where they can give. It, it tells you more about the ministry. But Rabbi, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Very great conversation. We pray blessings, God blessings on your ministry and all that you guys are doing, and we're hope one of the five is the one. Amen. And uh, very soon we'll have a red heifer and you guys can get started on your temple. God bless thank you. Thank you, thank you. You bet. Our temple. Our temple, that's right, that's right. God bless you guys. We're gonna go now to the subscriber-only portion of the program and have a lot more program coming up. If you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com, go to endtimes.com right now, $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you be a subscriber and also, again, consider giving a gift subscription to someone for Christmas, either for a month or for a year, and bless them that way. If you are a subscriber to endtimes.com, you cannot see the entire podcast on YouTube. You have to go to endtimes.com or respond to the email that we sent you. So stay tuned for the subscriber-only portion.